Grace to you and peace from God our Father, from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Our sermon text is from the Epistle Lesson. I'd like to invite you to turn to page 3 of the service folder. The text is printed there in the sermon outline, and uh, maybe we can read uh, those verses together. The Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know what to pray for as we ought. But the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. And he who searches hearts knows what is the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. This is our text. Over the years, I would say that uh, preaching on prayer is uh, not something I've done very often. Several reasons for that. Number one, I don't want to be a hypocrite, so I don't want to get into uh, kind of a do-as-I-say, not-as-I-do thing. Plus, it's pretty easy when you preach on prayer to to fall back on, on generalizations and cliches, and I never like to do that. And it's... It's pretty easy when preaching on prayer to uh, maybe either understate or overstate the promises that are contained in God's Word about that subject. Our sermon text today helps with all of that. It's one of my favorite verses on prayer in the Bible, especially where where St. Paul says that, that we do not know what to pray for as we ought. Yeah, that hits it on the head pretty much for me. Maybe for you, too. If you're, if you're at all like me, prayer is something that you know is, is a great gift from God. It's very important. It, it's something you always intend to do more of, but don't always get around to doing with a, with a great deal of frequency. Well, sure, you, you, you pray uh, at mealtime, you, you pray with your kids, you, you pray in church, but it's just, oh, it just seems like there should be more. seems like something's missing. That's the great thing about being Christian. And not that something's missing in our prayer life, but, but that we can admit that to God and we can ask for his help. I think that's what St. Paul was doing at the end of our epistle lesson, those verses that, uh, that we read as our text. I think he maybe was even uh, putting himself uh, in the same category as at least many of us. And, and uh, he really just didn't seem to be all that confident that he himself was very good at praying. I want to be careful here. I'm kind of walking a, a tightrope. On the one hand, I, I don't want to come across as one of those holier-than-thou preachers that makes you feel about this tall because of what's lacking in your prayer life. But I also don't want us to walk out of here this morning thinking, well, you know, I guess maybe prayer isn't my strong suit. And well, maybe it wasn't St. Paul's either. And, and so, so maybe it isn't all that important. Maybe I just won't worry about it too much. I want to avoid both of those extremes. I want us to agree that, that prayer is important and necessary and that we need help in this area. 
And then I want us to, to honestly seek God's help. And I, I want to help you with that. More on that later. First, I think maybe it would be um, helpful for us if, uh, if we had a little primer on prayer. Girls and boys, I don't know if you know what a primer is. You could ask your grandparents. They could, they could certainly tell you. And whether they had used a, a primer in school or not, if they didn't, their parents or grandparents did. In the old days, a primer oftentimes was just a little book that, uh, uh, that students used in school provided some, some basic instruction. They had, so they had a math primer. They had a, had a spelling primer. That's way before my time, by the way. But a primer doesn't have to be a, a textbook. Really, a primer can be anything that provides instruction. And so for, for our purposes today, we're going to use just one word as a synonym uh, for primer. That's the blank in the outline that a, that a primer is information. So this sermon's going to be a prayer primer. And once I got going on those P's, I just couldn't stop. So, so we're, we're going to talk about the purpose of prayer and the power of prayer, and, and a little bit later, uh, we'll talk about the practice of prayer. Let's start with the purpose. If I were to, uh, to go around this morning and, and ask, what's the purpose of prayer? I, I'd get all kinds of different answers. Well, or maybe I wouldn't get any at all. I've, I've found that people don't really like it when the, when the preacher does that. So I'm, I'm going to stay up here. But if, I, if, if, if you would tell me what the purpose of prayer is, I'd get all kinds of answers. But I have a feeling that if together we examined how it is that most often we use prayer, it might be remarkably similar. And if we were to put that into words, we might come up with something like, well, the purpose of prayer is to get God to do what I want him to do. Maybe that's why St. Paul said that we don't know what to pray for as we ought. We get confused about the purpose of prayer. We, we think that it is uh, it's to serve our purposes not God's. That it's to change God's mind, not ours. We don't know what to pray for as we ought. <laughs> How true. But as Paul tells us, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. And at least part of what that means is that, that he helps us to know the true purpose for prayer. And we, we could talk about that in all kinds of ways, but, but I really want to uh, just kind of narrow it down to two uh, this morning. Those are in your sermon outline as well. And the first one is to say that, that uh, the purpose of, of prayer is to glorify God, and the second it is to edify or to build up God's people. To glorify God is the primary purpose of prayer, just as it is the primary task of the Christian. And in saying that, I, I don't in any way want to, uh, to detract from the importance or the value or the role of, of uh, asking things of God in prayer. He encourages us 
to make requests of him. And, and he doesn't put any, any restrictions on, on what we ask for. And, and he promises to hear and, and to answer our every petition. But it's so important that we understand and employ prayer also, and I would say primarily, to glorify God. And that's not so hard to do. We glorify God by giving thanks to Him, by praising Him for what He's done for us. And, and there's so much for which to praise Him we could make a whole list. In fact, we have, but, but more about that later. So one purpose of prayer is to glorify God. Another purpose is to edify or, or to build up, to strengthen God's people, to increase our faith in Him and, and our desire to do His will. And really those two happen pretty much at the same time because as we glorify God, we are edified. Our faith is strengthened. Our faith in, in His love, our, our confidence in His care can't help but deepen as we remember all of those blessings for which we are thankful. As we remember His gracious mercy in, in forgiving all of our sins. As we reflect on the blessings of, of home and family and friends and, and work this country in which we live, this Christian congregation to which we belong. As we glorify God for all of those things, we also are edified. Our faith grows. So does our desire then to, to do God's will. And that uh, has the effect of, of changing maybe the way that we pray and, and, and what we pray for. Maybe we, we don't pray so much for what we want. Instead, we pray more for what we need. And, and I want to understand that this way. Someone once said, I wish I had written down his name, but I didn't. I only wrote down the quote. And the quote was this, that, that our foremost needs relate to letting God have his way with us. Interesting. Our foremost needs relate to letting God have his way with us. I don't know if you've ever really thought about the purpose of prayer in that way. What does that mean, I guess? What, what does God want from us? You know, the better question is what does God want for us? And what he wants for us is to know his love. What he wants for us is, is to show his love. He wants for us to know with, with absolute certainty that Jesus Christ is our Savior from sin and death. And he wants us to, to live in the joy of that certainty and to help others to experience it as well. He wants for us to know that, that we have a God to whom we can come at any time to pour out our troubles, to lay before him our petitions. 
He wants us to come to him daily in prayer. And I want to help with that this week. But more about that later. So we've learned something about the the purpose of prayer and uh, and about its its um, that it's that it's to glorify God and to, to edify people. So now we want to talk about the power of prayer. And we'll just fill in those blanks in the, uh, in the sermon outline and then develop that a little bit. So the power of prayer is not in the prayer, you or me. It's not in the prayer, the words we use. But it is in the I don't know if this is really a word or not, but, but it is today. It is in the pray-e, the one to whom we direct our prayers, God. That's why St. Paul says the Spirit, God's Holy Spirit, helps us in our weakness. The Spirit himself intercedes for the saints, that's us, according to the will of God. You see, it doesn't matter ultimately that, that we are weak, that we get confused sometimes about the real purpose of, of prayer. It doesn't matter that, that we don't know what to pray for as we ought. We might not know, but the Spirit does. We might be weak, but the Spirit is strong. He helps us. He intercedes for us. The power of prayer is is not found in us, in the words that we choose or the expressions that we use. The, The power isn't found in us, it's found in the Holy Spirit. He takes our prayers, simple as they are, and 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 makes them profound. He cleans them up, makes them acceptable to bring into the presence of our holy and almighty God. So really, the the Spirit does for our prayers what, what Jesus has already done for us first. The Apostle says that that God looks into the heart. And when he looks into your heart, what does he find there? What he sees is is Jesus and the forgiveness of sins that he has won. He does not see the the sin and the selfishness that daily invade our hearts and, and would love to take up residence there. They can't because the blood of Jesus washes them away. They can't live in our hearts because Jesus lives there. And with his death and resurrection, he has made us presentable. He's cleaned us up to come into the presence of our holy and almighty God. And that's what the Holy Spirit does with our prayers. We don't know how we ought to pray, but he does. He helps us in our weakness. He reveals to us the the true purpose and power of prayer. 
And then he helps us to put that into practice. And that, that's what we want to do. Now I'm going to let you practice what I've been preaching. Well, I'm going to practice it uh, right along with you. The sermon now is transitioning from a, from a prayer primer to a prayer primer. We said before that a primer is information. Let's say that a primer is inspiration. A, a, a primer is a catalyst. It, it gets something going, and that's what we want to, uh, to happen today. So in your, hopefully in your service folder, um, if not, we'll, we'll have on the screens what you need for today, and then there are, there are additional cards at, at all of the exits. But uh, in your folder is, uh, is this card that, that's uh, labeled Prayer Possibilities. What I'm going to ask you to do is to take the card home um, and to spend five minutes, and certainly do more than that, uh, or, or less if that's necessary, but to spend five minutes alone with God each day this week. And every member of the family can do this. You can do it individually. You can do it together if you would like. We've suggested, I've suggested there some uh, topics for each day and, and also a couple of questions as, as prayer starters. And you might notice as you look at those questions, they really come out of those uh, two purposes of, of prayer, to glorify God and, and to edify uh, the believer. So we're going to practice that right now. You see the two questions on the screen or, or on, the, on the prayer card. The first question, uh, what do I... Uh, how can I praise God for this? And, and the second one is, is, what do I want to ask of God about this? Some, in, in other words, something that I'd, that I'd like him to do in my life with that um, this week. So today's Sunday, so let's use the one that's on the card for Sunday. Every Sunday is a, is a, a little anniversary of, of Christ's Easter uh, resurrection. So uh, that's going to be our topic today. I'm going to give you just a minute or so to, uh, to think uh, for yourself for what kinds of things, uh, what is the fact that you know that Jesus rose from the dead? What difference does that make in your life and how can you praise God for that? I'll give you a minute or so to, to think about that. Maybe you gave thanks for some of the ways that, uh, that knowing Christ's resurrection and, and that we get to share in that, uh, maybe, that uh, maybe that brought comfort and peace uh, uh, as you consider your own death or as you, uh, as you uh, grieve at the death of a loved one. Or maybe you thanked God for the, for the joy that, that comes from knowing that we get to spend eternity with Him. Or maybe your, your thoughts and prayers went in an entirely different direction. 
But as you, as you think about what you just prayed for, now maybe uh, to give thanks to God, now maybe there's something specific that uh, you'd like to ask his help with and with regard to Christ's resurrection victory, whether it's to, maybe to have a stronger faith in that or, or really to let that uh, shine through in your life how, uh, or any of those things that, uh, that you come up with on your own. I'll give you another minute uh, for that prayer. May God's Holy Spirit help you to continue to know the the true purpose and to experience the, the real power of prayer as you practice it again this week. Amen. And the peace of God which passes all understanding will keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.